G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. They say that what a marriage is all about is two people becoming one. It's a great theory, but, well, as I heard someone else once say, it's the becoming that's the problem. That's where the hard work really is. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to be taking a look at marriage, perhaps even your marriage if you happen to be married, from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you dive deeper into God's Word and draw closer to Jesus to become all that He created you to be. Well, over this last week and a half on the program, we've been talking about building a godly family. And this week in particular, about realizing the enormous blessing that comes from having a peaceful home. It's great stuff, isn't it? And yet for many, it seems so impossible, this notion that our family, our dysfunctional family, with all its bumps and wrinkles and imperfect family members, could ever possibly be godly and peaceful. But it's not impossible. It's God's plan for our families. And the peace comes from the fact that we start living our lives the way God always intended. A scripture that we've looked at over the last few days is the one from the book Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 32, beginning at verse 17, the effect of righteousness will be peace and the result of righteousness, quiet and trust forever. My people, says God, will abide in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings and in quiet resting places. Righteousness, living our lives right, has consequences. There's blessing attached to living our lives that way. And that blessing is quietness, trust forever, peaceful habitation, secure dwellings, and quiet resting places. We sow what we reap. And I have to tell you, nowhere is that more important than in the relationship between a husband and a wife. Because it's that relationship that sets the course for family life. I once heard someone say something about marriage that made me smile. There's a passage in the book of Genesis that Jesus quotes many years later that goes like this. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and they will become one flesh. This person said that that's all well and good, but it's the becoming that's the hard bit. (laughs) Anyone who's been married for any length of time will know that that's the truth. The becoming is the hard bit. We all go into marriage somehow imagining that it's going to be sweetness and light, the proverbial bed of roses, just to discover that the becoming one flesh can be so hard. Because while we know that marriage is a partnership, honestly, in our hearts, our vision of partnership is that she'll do everything my way. She'll want to watch the sport on TV with me. But, oh, goodness, she'd better never make me spend interminable hours in women's clothes shop and shoe shops or the other way around if you happen to be a woman. But it's not like that. It requires both husband and wife to lay down their lives for one another because if they want to hang on to their own lives, they're going to lose their married life. But if they let go of their own lives, they'll discover this amazing new life together. 
Does that sound vaguely familiar to you? And this is where God's wisdom comes in. If we want to build a godly family, then the foundations have to be rock solid. Husband and wife, each individually, have to have a great relationship with Jesus. They individually have to be walking close with him and living a godly life. That's the strong foundation in the ground. And on that foundation, they can then build a godly marriage together. And on that foundation of a rock-solid godly marriage, they can build a godly family. I mean, the kids and the family as a whole, what chance at godliness and peace do they have at learning those things in family if mum and dad aren't godly and living out a godly marriage? The answer is zippity doo none, absolutely zilch. And here it comes. Here's the godly approach to marriage. We looked at part of it yesterday on the program. Maybe it feels a bit old-fashioned. Maybe it's not quite the sort of language that we'd use today. But let me tell you something from experience. It works. Have a listen, a careful listen. 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe in the word, they may be won over without words by the behaviour of their wives when they see the purity and the reverence of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold, jewellery and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way that holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands like Sarah who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of gracious gift of life so that nothing may hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love each other as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Don't repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. There is some brilliant advice in here. And as I said, we may not use this same language today. The first one is wives submit to your husbands. But later on, Peter writes in chapter 3, verse 7, he writes, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives. Do you see the thing? This is two sides of the one coin. This is actually talking about mutual submission in different ways. I just can't run off as a husband and do all the things I want to do anymore. I have to submit to my wife. I have to be considerate of her and nurture her and value her and cherish her. But also, the wives have to acknowledge the leadership role that the husband has. So there's mutual submission. Wives submit to your husbands. Husbands honour, value and respect your wives. And then next it says, watch what you say. Look, if you would have long life and see good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceitful speech. Be careful what you say in your marriage because words hurt. And then seek peace and pursue it. This is not rocket science. 
But we're so selfish, so hell-bent on getting our own ways, we ignore God. Instead of fearing Him by living according to what He says and ripping the blessing we somehow think we know better. Well, get a revelation we don't. Husbands and wives, be mutually submissive to one another. Figure out what that looks like, what it means in your marriage. Wifey dear, henpecking your husband ain't going to work. Hubby, you ignore her much longer and you're going to lose her. Zip up your lip and don't spit out angry words. And as hard as it is, as much as it may hurt, seek peace and pursue it. Deliberately turn away from the things you know are wrong, from the things you know are robbing your marriage of peace. And here's the consequences, stated plain and simple for all to see and hear. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Righteousness, living our lives sensibly according to God's word, bringing that into our marriages, people, that's where the peace is in our marriage. I'm a simple guy. I don't remember long lists, but this one even I can remember. And you know something? The more I think about it, the more it's a no-brainer. It's so easy to carry on about all small, stupid things that ruin our marriages and don't matter. And in doing that, we rob our home of peace. You want peace? You have to seek it and pursue it. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.